Girl, I understand that your body needs attention And I don't want to take away from your body's perfections By being too rough, it's not enough to just be gentle So don't want to make it hard cause it's all way too simple And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode, another edition, another installment of the R&B and Chill Podcast with your boy Tata Pie Guy. I am here. You feel me? We are back in the building. Listen, um, Lord, mother, my mother's calling me. I have to call. I'll call you back, mom. <laughs> um, but listen, be sure uh, to, you know, follow us on all platforms and everything like that. You feel me? Uh, we're everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, all of that, okay? So be sure to follow us on all platforms, subscribe to us on our Patreon, everything like that. Listen, of course you just heard the OG, Mr. St. James. We have a great interview 
plan for you guys after you stop hearing my voice, right? The thing was, just disclaimer, right? So literally, we had the interview. It was a great interview. We did about an hour. He had to go let his dad in, and I tried to pause the Zoom, and I paused the Zoom, right? Pause the Zoom, but I forgot to hit the, I forgot to hit the play button. And so, like, 10 to 15 minutes of this interview is, like, cut out, and I'm so sick about it. So I wanted to come on here to, to just let y'all know that the interview is going to cut off at, a like, you know, at, like, the 48-minute mark. You feel me? But I'm going to have him back on the show. You feel me? Because he's now a friend of the podcast, So and and we've definitely communicated off camera and off, uh, off the mic. So um, I'm excited for what you guys are about to hear. Um, I was very, very um, intrigued by what he was telling me because most of the interview, like the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the interview was just us talking. You understand what I'm saying? But in this interview, you will get 30 years of hard work, independency, um, just a man who has literally given his all to music. Um, and I stay independent in 30 years. And we and I was really, really excited to have uh, to have him on the show. So without further ado, I'm going to shut up. OK, after I say this. <laughs> um, so here is the interview with um, R&B uh, OG and sensation, Mr. St. James. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. Uh, you feel me? Of the R&B and Chill podcast with your boy, Tyler Pie Guy. Listen, we got another artist spotlight exclusive here. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be having these artists come my way. You understand what I'm saying? To respect the platform and then me respect them as artists. You feel me? I'm, I'm loving the collaboration here. Um, me getting to know um in my and in, in, in my mind new artists, but to probably you guys, these are not even new artists. You feel what I'm saying? And the brother that I have on right now is no, he he's not even shy to the game. Twenty can can I say twenty plus years? Maybe thirty? Oh, are we saying thirty plus? I'm fifty three. I started the game Wow, when I was stop playing. Fifty I, First of, I see 53 proudly. I do not shy away from my age. Hey, brother, listen, you don't even you don't even look 53, bro. Oh, gee, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. First of all, if y'all don't know who we got on on the artist spotlight today, we have singer, songwriter, producer, CEO, Mr. St. James himself. What's going on, OG? Welcome to the man. show, man. Hi, what's up, baby? What's hey, going on? What's going on, man? Thanks Welcome. To, no problem. No. Pro listen, I'm excited. Uh, when you when your team sent me over your stuff, I looked you over and I was like, "Hold on, am I? Did I miss this during my <laughs> during my you know during my run in the R and B world? Like I'm a, I'm an R and B fanatic, right? So any type of old school R and B, I try to dissect it to to the to the to the T." Okay. You obviously skipped my whole radar, bro. It's all you good. obviously skipped the whole radar because I'm like, wait, where, where, where was Huck? I'm listening to your songs and I'm like, wait, hold up. This was back in the. This is rocking. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. hold up. We 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 gotta get OG on the show because I gotta pick his brain on some stuff. But That's first stuff. of all, Chicago born, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Let a, let let the let the people at home um, get an understanding of of the environment in Chicago and how that bred you um, for the music business and the music industry. Man, I think in the sixties, I'm born in the sixties, obviously. Uh, yeah. Revealing my age, I feel like I said ageism is 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 ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> um, growing up in the sixties, man. Late mid late sixties, I came into the situation. Uh, poverty was incredible, man. We think yeah. we put some people for now, but nah, bro. This they're living lush off the government compared to what it was back then. Yeah, man. Some of the most dilapidated situations. The buildings were like high rise, like cages. Uh, urine in the stall in the urine. It was incredibly just sad, bro. To, for uh, uh, in terms of black people being that daggone well, uh, uh, 
uh, messed up, man, just in, impoverished. So absolutely. Growing up in that situation, you got gangs, you had just like crime, mm-hmm. heroin was big time, you know, uh, and just, you know, my mama was 15, man. Teen pregnancy was ramping wow. and brother was getting it in on them young girls. Yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, now you'd be going to prison for that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so uh, it, it just was a, a real tough environment, man. So you either had two choices. You was mm-hmm. going to be a part of the dope game. You was gonna be a part of uh, at go to school, right? And, you know, do do it the right bread, American way, right? Or you was get in the music business, <laughs> right? And that and and that was the three, <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> so you know, so uh, my grandmama was in church. You know, I think everybody black grandmama was in church, church yeah. praying for y'all asses. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Praying for us, man. You know, grandmama grew up in a in a in a hostile situation herself. So when she had kids. She was she was at church praying to keep the family together. Absolutely. Uh, after she went through all her her hardship, she it was, was like it was it was big mama prayers, prayers that kept us together. <laughs> let's let's keep it a bean. Okay. I just hold on. Yes, sir. My, my, okay. This is what happens when you have locks and your headphones don't want to stay the fuck on your fucking ears and shit. <laughs> ah, damn. Yes, okay, sir. keep going, oh, my brother. Dope headphones, by the way. Thank up. you, man. Thank you. These Amazon twenty dollars. Hey, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, I love the illusion. You feel me? Hey, hey, Music industry. That's what we do. So, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, so Chicago, real quick. You know, um, it was just tough, man. So I just. Uh, it puts you in a position to have some uh, resiliency in your in your process and and work ethic. You know what absolutely, I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Your grind comes different when you when you're hungry. And I've always stayed hungry my whole life. And then when I felt like I wasn't hungry, man, I walked away from it. That's what you do. Wow. You, you don't you not you don't sit at the table full. That's gluttony. So in anything you do, music, business, women, whatever, uh, relationships, mm-hmm. anything you do in life, if you sit at the table full. And still eat, you're, you're, you're being gluttonous. And in that in itself is a sin. So learn how to get up off from the table when you're Ooh, full, bro. Talk your talk, your talk OG. <laughs> no real talk. Yeah. Talk your talk. So, you know, that's just, you know, how I approach things. So mm-hmm. when I feel, I feel like I, I, I'm full from this music experience, I walk away from it, man. Take a break, come back, or stay away from it. I took a seven-year break from it because it was just, I, was, I wasn't full from it because I ate. I right. was full from I was eating the wrong part of it. You know, mm. you get, that's what's going on, man. They feed you the wrong parts of the pig, so to speak. You know, we you know mm-hmm. slaves black people ate always ate the bad parts of the pig. Right. Like white folks got the chops, the roast, the rump roast, all the good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. They giving us chitlins, you know, ham hocks and the uh you know, feed pig feet and all that. Right. So right. that's real talk, man. So that's how I approached uh this everything in life, man. And when I've had enough, I walk away, get up, get up from the table. When was when was when was the time where you knew music was it? Where what where was the time during your maybe um your teen years, those teen years and those young adult years? When was the when was the time where you said, "Okay, you know what? I'm doing this music thing full time." When women was go, would go bananas. <laughs> <laughs> when you that young, you just ah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Transparent. I don't hope hey, I hear you. Keep it a B. Keep it a B. <laughs> yes, sir. So I when when the chicks was like, oh my god, you know, uh, man, <laughs> and 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 the fringe benefits that came with that. Ah. Shit, you know? Hey. So anyway, when I was younger, yeah, that was kind of my goal, and, yeah, and yeah. I just love sing all the time. So I, I was singing too much. Everybody like, shut up. You know, you get that when when you sing all the time. Right. Of shit. course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to pick your pockets. Oh, I ain't exactly. say that. Too much. Uh, ooh, exactly. oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I mean to put that out there, but you know how y'all be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all be, yeah, shout out. Oh, boy, I always knew you was going to make it. <laughs> always, I, exactly. doing I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Um, But no, like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued because you're coming from, you're coming from a time and music in the 90s where r&b was was really popping you feel I'm what I'm on, man. yes sir. and as a kid who grew up with a mom who was a die-hard 90s r&b head 
That's mm-hmm. all. Right now, I grew up with the OJs, the Temptations, you know, my grandmother's music. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I grew up with those, right? Um, but for me, what stuck, and the reason why I did the show was because I I loved '90s and '90s and 2000s R&B music so much, mm-hmm. right? And the 2000s was when I I really got into R&B music. That's when the Joes, the Avants, the um, the 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 what, what we want to say jagged edges of the world right they were they were hot they were popping the tyrese's was still going the jamie foxes of the world right they were popping right oh so, trey song i think trey song right trey songs was off it and you with the braves braves trey right. songs was going crazy hey listen i met trey song i think i don't bet he wouldn't even remember he was in the atlantic records building 17 years old bouncing off tables just just out of control wow and i remember when he first got that deal uh with that record man yep. just yep. here man and he said he was thirsty and hungry as hell man i remember yeah, I, that. I, and, and 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 you could tell in his first album you feel me it was it was yep. it's so different from all the other albums he's put in because it's, right. it's you can you can hear the com- kind of comfortability in his music as of now like oh i got this money you know i'm trey song yeah. girls going right. girls gonna flock to me whenever you know what i'm saying i'm I'm the original light bright you feel what i'm saying yeah. in this in this in this in this modern day space you feel me the girls gonna flock but i think og i think you you might be one yeah. of the the underrated kings of r&b am oh, i putting too I, much on it we went jacques am i putting too much on it am <laughs> i am am Listen. You say the king of R&B, I'm like, hey. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, because we did an episode on that and I and I did a lot of kings of R&B and Jacquees wasn't on it respectfully. Right, but I'm just saying, what I'm saying. he said the king of R&B and they went in on They the went on it, but but respectfully they needed to. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. It's Good artists song. it's artists like you who have put in the time, the work, the ethic. You feel me? The touring you feel me? The albums, the singles, you feel me? The women, you feel me? Like this, this ain't nothing. The whole shebang, this ain't nothing new. So give me a synopsis of your first go round in the industry um, during that time in the 90s when literally R&B Ooh. is, I can imagine, like why I was so excited about this because when I read about you, I'm like, he was in that era. I love that era, right? Okay. <laughs> I would, I would, if if I could die and go to any other era, it would be the '90s, just because of me. I'm here to tell you, okay, real the quick, music bro. Was this, crazy. Just give it to you. I was in the military, yes. in '93, and I had a singer group, and we was killing. It. I mean, we was back when Shy Boys the Men, yes, the yes, still was uh, all was killing it, man. Yep. The whole game. That's when you could put a record on a radio station. The radio station played up, blow it up, and then you end up with a record deal right off the fact that the record station in your town was playing your, your hit so much. Right. Spin. Remember Shy got that, ooh, na do That record was. Man, oh, my God. <laughs> so they got you know, they got that deal off of, uh, I think, for Island Records, I think, back in yep. the day, off of, that, off of their radio station being played in Baltimore, D.C. radio stations were playing that record a cappella. No music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we was patterning our size sales after you know those groups. We end up with a we end up winning a talent show, and we want the, the grand prize was to be flown back from Germany to to New York at the uh, amateur night in Harlem. So in Apollo, wow! We won a talent show in Germany and then at a military base. They flew us to New York. We. Uh, did the amateur night, not Showtime, you know, Showtime. And this is and this is ninety three, ninety three, bro. Wow. No, it was there, ninety two, ninety three, somewhere. Okay. There. Yeah, that's when cross colors was like super stupid. Absolutely, uh, man. I know my mama was crossing <laughs> it up. Dude, I had a bo- I had a, a box cut with the little Gumby oh. thing with Bobby Brown. The, the oh, beard. we can if we can find a picture of that. If you can I, find hey, a picture, I think I might have a picture. <laughs> um, I'm at high five. So check it out. So. We we did we didn't we didn't get booed, mm-hmm. but in, on amateur night anybody can compete. So kids, yes. it's no it's no separation from kids to adults. Right. Or whoever, and if you hot, you hot. So right. this little kid saying if when a man loves a woman and beat us out, but we killed the if I ever fall in love. We did the shy joint. I was doing I did it. I did a high falsetto part. 
that was my that was my thing. Mm-hmm. The group do the falsetto part. Mm-hmm. My friend would hit that. Oh, that, that yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I used to get hit that. Shit. But uh, so we won. So we didn't get booed, but mm-hmm. we didn't win. We was pissed off because we flew a country mile. We just know we was gonna take it. You know, you gotta believe in yourself. Like yeah, of that. course, of Almost course. Five. So we were going back to to our where we were staying. Somebody let us stay with them in New York. You know how it is in Jersey, New York. You better know somebody. I'm 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 in New York now. It's a struggle. You already trust you me. You better know somebody. Stay listen, you I, listen. I I have a couple <laughs> people here. Thank God to them. Amen. <laughs> hey, I already know. I lived in New York, Harlem, um, lived yeah. in New Jersey, all over the East. Yeah, the East. it's tough out there if you don't got no friends and no Facts. family. Facts, man. Facts, man. So, Facts, man. So we came back, man, and we were singing in the in the Times Square. Mm-hmm. We started harmonizing. Somebody heard us, took us to Joe. R&B singer Joe Thomas. That's how I got my we start with Joe. I say backgrounds to Joe on that first album. Uh, what? Oh, my, shit. That's how I got in my introduction to the music game in the 90s. And Joe was just, you know, Joe, it was Aaron Hall, Joe, and R. Kelly. Aaron That's it? Killing. And Aaron was still killing it. And then R. Kelly came and took his style and told him, sit down, nigga, straight Bro, up. <laughs> I'm not, OG, I'm not even going to hold you. We have not played any R. Kelly on the show. And I'm not going to lie. This is probably the first time that I'm saying this publicly on the show. Oh, okay. I am hurt by it. Oh, trust me. Okay. Me too. Because I grew up listening to this man. You understand what I'm saying? My mom damn near is in love with this man still. Like, <laughs> he's just, listen, she said, I, I, I'm going to stick beside him. Okay, I'm gonna stick. I said, "Well, Mama, you go ahead and stick beside his his ass." Okay, <laughs> because as much as I love his music, and I will forever right. love his music, the right. shit that he has pulled, I'm just like, we we can't play you right now, bro. Listen, bro, R. Kelly. This listen, that's like you cannot be mad at somebody because they like R. Kelly's music after because they didn't know what he was doing. Exactly, was facts, facts. Forth. It's not even cool, bro. So. I'm gonna say this: R. Kelly is my R&B superhero. Always I, has. I hear. So you. for me, at, at my age, we're the same damn age. Him and yeah, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he break through when I wasn't. That's yeah. all. It's opportunity and chance and luck. Sometimes even right. or, or, or destiny or whatever you want to call it. So me and R. Kelly, outside of uh, you know what he what he's done separately, exactly. Like has mm-hmm. nothing to do with music legacy, and I get it. Cause the cause cause when you're on platforms and you're trying to build a brand, I understand Man. you gotta be real careful what you do, especially with me too, hashtag and all that <sighs> stuff. So but R. Kelly was my RB superhero, still is musically. Don't condone what's going on. I don't have no proof. He's not yet been convicted. He's in trial. Right. He's he's accused. <laughs> Yo, we and haven't even all, talked about so that. That's we got we can't keep saying you're innocent until proven guilty if that's not what we believe. Right. We can't keep saying he's he's accused he's accused and not convicted and then not get an opportunity to give him his day in court. I don't care right. what they're saying. Right. Mike they had Michael Jackson dead to right. Then right. all of a sudden, twelve doves were being released when he got acquitted on all counts. Right. We don't know what's gonna happen. R. Kelly looks look, it's look, it's not looking good, bro. However, stranger things have yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, Bill Cosby out of out of prison, so we, we, we but, but, but we not gonna go there. <laughs> But because this is about my brother, this is the OG right. St. James. So how many albums have you released so far? Give give us a I, synopsis. I'm an independent artist, man. I've been independent the whole time. Never had a record. Right. I have plenty of deals on the table. Right. Uh, but I, I haven't even counted, bro. Uh, probably one, two, three, four before this year. Oh, like they would wow. you know, I go back and listen to my older stuff. I'm like, woo. But you, know, <laughs> you can only do with what you have to do with. Hey, with. that's respect, man. You don't hear a lot of artists say. Mm. Nah, no, yeah, like, I go <laughs> you don't hear a lot of them say that. I go back and listen to that old shit. Like the ideas were there, the, yeah. the hooks were strong, the, everything was dope. there. But you was just like, ah, uh, I just need, I just, need better, yeah, better. you needed something I better. Need a better engineer that can mix my shit right. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear didn't you. had that. Now, but the last year, I mean, I've had it for the last decade. I got a great engineer, man. He's one of the best in the game. He's worked with a lot of major hitters, real quietly, humble, ain't right. one of those flashy dudes. And right. he's just worked out a small little spot, man. And he makes some magic pop off of them records. So, 
what has been independent over the last 30 years what does that look like how does how does that especially for somebody who has continued to kind of reinvent himself you understand what i'm saying <laughs> um in different eras right you've kept going you feel what i'm saying like we're in 2020 now and you're still <laughs> here like let's like let's like let's keep it a being a lot of people a lot of artists try to keep their relevancy through social media and not their music especially mm -hmm. when we're talking about older artists your music right. is relevant right like you're getting streams out here you understand what i'm oh, saying and i believe it is it is kind of reverse now where all the artists that you you may have felt were coming before you are now like looking at you like oh shit my hey i know my man's over there he was hey what you do hey this is a hit what you hey come write me a, you know what i'm saying like right and so I, I just want you to take us through that 30 years of independence and how it led you here, right? Oh, and man. what you can tell younger artists, because I just had somebody on the show who's, um, I want to say either my age or close to my age. I'm 27. So he's about, I think he's about like 20, I want to say like 23, maybe 24. And mm -hmm. um, he's been, he just moved to LA okay. and um, R&B sensation, you know, he's out here and he's been independent for uh, for about five years now right okay. so i want you to speak to artists about what that looks like because you've been doing it for so long you feel me no record contracts no no you, you know you had them on the table but you've never took them what does that look like because i feel like that's a sense of of of, of empowerment and power that a lot of people cannot and don't have to walk away from money on the table that could that that looks good you feel me saying that could look mm -hmm. really really good on the table at the right, time right and right. you're and you're at a spot like you like i want my audience to understand that this man has has years like the 90s are not like right now you feel no. what i'm saying during that time contracts were like he said hey you get blown up on the radio if you watch any type of music documentaries when it comes to r&b and hip-hop every radio station in new york if you had a hot record that thing was getting played out right <laughs> out like I, when we say out like it's going to be on the radio like every day damn near for every every section of the day right you're going to hear it right. about three four times between six and ten ten and two ten and two <laughs> two and six and then six and ten again like it's going right. to be like even, that at night before you go to bed right, right. And even at night before you go to bed so take us through that okay. independency because a lot of people can't say that hey i've i've been successful for 30 years independent haven't took no money off the table from no record labels, have very many connections with those record labels, mm -hmm. but have never taken that off the table. Give us give us a synopsis of that. Well, I'm going to start out and say this is a very lonely existence. If you're if you get lonely, mm. I don't get lonely. I, can, I love to be alone. And I'm, I'm just being real with you. This is right. a very lonely existence. If you need to be around a bunch of damn people to validate you and make you feel good about yourself day to day. I hear you. I hear you. This, 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 there are moments in this journey where you're going to cry, throw shit, scream. Uh, <laughs> talk about it, bro. Talk I'm just keeping it hunt, man. Hey, um, real talk. And, 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 and people around you are going to look at you like, dude, get a real job and sit your ass down because you just, it ain't happening. It ain't right. And, and, and your best, some of your closest, your woman, your, your wife, your girlfriend, some of your closest people knew you will be the ones that, that don't even believe in you. Yeah. It ain't because they don't believe in you. They got a whole mainstream industry out there that sh shows them why you ain't know that you ain't going to ever get there. Exactly. To, to, that's their measuring stick. Mm-hmm. You know, ushers, the Joe, I mean, the ushers, the Chris Browns, the people that are right. out there doing it with major backing. They look right. at you. How are you going to, you're not, you know, you, oh, oh, that's a good song or, you know, but I'm listening to somebody, Chris Brown record all that damn auto tune on it. And I'm thinking, you like that bullshit over this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've got bridges, chord progressions. I got live bass guitar. My mm -hmm. shit is acoustic killer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Almost pristine. And you liking all that buddy, 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 all that shit with all those <laughs> this 
come on, man. So there are times hey. when it's a very lonely existence to start out with. Right. So you better be able to be by yourself a great deal of the time in thought, introspect, retrospect, and uh, or and, and figuring out your plan. Second right. of all, financially, you better be ready to, to sacrifice, nigga. I w- I'm telling you right now, I'll strip webcam. I'll do whatever the hell it takes without breaking the law <laughs> to, get, to get it together. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll pick up cans, recycle, detail cars, whatever, dude. I'm just saying. Why don't you think a lot of people in your in in your position don't have that type of work ethic? Sixteen year military veteran. One mm. thing I can say that the army well, did that's it. is the ability to push myself past my own limitation. What I think I can and can't do. Absolutely. That, so the military helped me with that. I, I don't, I, you know, outside of that, to me, military, I'm being real with you. I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's, it's, it's a prison without bars, psychologically, right. that you don't have shackles and you don't have cuffs on. But once you get in that system, you are basically a, a brainwashed prisoner to the, to the military for however long you're there. And I even after you. you leave, you still have elements of that conditioning. Yeah, in your yeah, life. yeah, absolutely. Sometimes absolutely. it works for the best. And sometimes it's not so good in terms of, of what it, it how it because it created an OCD monster in me. When I went in the military, I was probably messed. I was kind of neat, always kind of clean. But mm-hmm. I was with neatness and organization when I got out to the point where, dude, it was it was not cool. I hear you. You know, so when you so when you go in the studio, I know your studio sessions have to be, bruh, do coaster down. <laughs> Literally, well, no, you, for real. Yeah. I'm dead serious. I I know it it's, to be true. I don't play around, man. But uh, but it's it, it's everybody think they know every everything in the in the music industry, bro. Yeah. You can't tell me like nothing, man. So it's gotten to a place where you can't teach, you can't mm. develop art. You can't, you can't, like you asking me to instill some information on younger artists. The only thing I can say to younger artists is how, how bad you want it. Because it, be, just because you want it bad don't mean you're willing to do what it takes to get it. Just so artist development it. is not even a thing no more because that was, a, that was a thing back then, right? right? Am I am I not tripping? Because listen, when we had, when back in the times where y'all had artist development, artists really were getting developed. Right? right like they were really in there okay listen you got to have vocal lessons you got to take you know you got to make sure your pitch is right your range is good right. right like you have to make sure your octaves are right you got to be on key like these are things like okay you got to make sure the producer is met is kind of matching with your voice you feel it has to be a whole thing yes team the concept is team it, it's a lot of these artists don't have people around them that that's really they're focused on and what they do and believing in them enough for them. Mm-hmm. Like people, my team of people that I got around me respect what me and I mean, I'm the man, I run everything. I own it all mastered. I don't play around. I, I, don't, I don't deal with producers unless they're going to either let me, I'm going to own the track outright. If you do the track for me, or we're going to split publishing. Split it publishing. Music. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. The music, you produce the music. I make, I, I make the records. See a yeah. lot of producers are caught up in, I make dope beats, but you just, it's just a beat. If I ain't putting no lyrics, no arrangement, no vocals and no mix. I'm not going to lie to you, OG. I'm not, I'm listen here. I ain't even going to hold you up. I'm going to keep it a being with you. A lot of these new artists, their producers make them hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can see where you coming from in, in terms of, yo, I have dope ass music here. I just need you to make this, just dope ass beat and that's it right but we talk about a lot of these new artists one thing that i've always said is that since probably i want to say 2000 and maybe 16 15 dope beats started to outweigh the actual lyricism that came into play when it came to music like especially when we came to hip-hop like oh man the beats that came in you would you would be like who's who produced the beat rather than who's rapping on the track or who's singing on the track you feel what i'm saying and that kind of brought an irritation to me like because now we hear more producers we got london on the track respectfully to all these producers because they dope but we got london on the track you hear them right you hear you hear the producers before actually hearing the actual song well, see, the producers of the day, 
want to be the stars right. of the music instead right. of being the... See, back in the day, you wouldn't even know who the hell Trackmasters were. Right. You just know you heard their name, Trackmasters, but you didn't know who they were. Right. You heard certain other producers. When Timbaland... I mean, Timbaland kind of came out and was, was doing little features. I get it, because he wanted to kind of be a star. Yeah. But he it wasn't excessive, yeah. Right. He wasn't Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Diddy started all this shit. That's what happened. Listen, <laughs> Diddy, listen to me. Hey. Diddy, Diddy had a done good business with the artists that he fucked. I'm sorry, bro. He fucked a lot of people, bro. He did. He did. So, he did. He done good business with those people, including Biggie and his mama. No, let's not act like he did Biggie. He Ooh. did right by yeah. Biggie's mom because he didn't. So with that being, I'm not, I'm telling you publicly, I'm not a big fan of Sean Combs. I think he has hustled his own people, playing game, and every other week he want to try to act like he's trying to unify black people. Sit down, nigga. Oh, I've been and kicked that's out. It. The bad, listen, I've been kicked out the Bad Boy Records building. Me and my boy for for lying. I said I had a meeting with Sean Combs. The niggas let me up in the building, bro, up to the penthouse. I got right to the top of the elevator, and I think he realized he didn't know me. I said, it's "Meet St. James for a meeting for with Sean Combs." They they let me up in the elevator. I went all the way to the top floor where he is. And, and just as I'm about to get out of the elevator, two big-ass Muslim brothers took me <laughs> off. <laughs> and they, they shoved us back in the elevator and said, nigga, Sean don't know you, nigga. Oh. I was like, what? I was like, oh. yes, he do. Oh. They, they do. They literally kicked us out. Windows of the stairs. Remember, I'm going to get you, sucker. The two guys always kept getting kicked out. They kept yes. the windows of the stairs. Throw us out the window or throw us down the stairs. So in one one scene, they be rolling down the Yo, stairs. Oh no, OG. And I, dude, it was crazy back in them days. But back in those days, the labels were right there in Manhattan. You had to have balls. You're right. You're you right. Walk right in there. You got to right. early 2004 was about the last time you could walk into a label. Yes. You're right. You're right. And Absolutely. And wait outside the lobby until mm-hmm. somebody important walked mm-hmm. the hell out and say, "Here's my demo. Here's my tape. Here's mm-hmm. my CD." Mm-hmm. So. They kicked us out, man. We was like, F Sean Combs. He need to stick to making clothes because he don't make records no more. That's what we was talking hell and smack. So my, my, point is, my point to Sean Combs is stop doing bad business with your people and then want your people to support you every time you drop a liquor, you drop a new gear. You do because you're not doing right. Look at look at Craig Mack passed without no bread. Brock Black Rob recently died broke. A lot of them cats have no money, yeah. man. And they uh your boy. Uh, loom in prison yeah and you know what leads us down those paths is the fact that we have no bread money yeah. used puts people in a position to make stupid decisions that imprison them or get them locked up or doing Absolutely. dumb stuff so go ahead man and, and i was go listen because i was just about to get into what <laughs> negative experiences <laughs> oh, I, 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 <laughs> I was just about to get into like what negative experiences you had in the music industry and obviously mr p did e <laughs> It's just out here, just not. And you know what? You, I've, I've heard through the grapevine that you know, just, just keeping my ears because I'm in the podcast industry and just having the R&B and Chill podcast that makes me having that, 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 that allows me to keep an ear to the music industry. Right. So it's yes. always like, it's always an, it, always a talk about Puff Daddy, P Diddy, uh, what, what was his name? Um, um, it was something like black soap or soap, something, something like that. He called us so, oh black love, Mr. Black Love. Yeah, That's like, what he called it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother, brother love. love. That's what it <laughs> Yeah, he want to change his name every time. Didn't want people to learn it. <laughs> respectfully, Diddy, respectfully, but brother love wasn't it, bro. But you know what? Respectfully again, Diddy. Uh you're right, OG. Um you he hasn't done right by a lot of artists. First of all, Cassie was one mm-hmm. of your main artists that you ain't do right by for 11 years and you just you just had a straggling just just and look at her now happy with kids and chilling and living her best life all you and here's the thing respectfully to diddy because here's the thing i, I respect what you did for biggie and what biggie gave to us in music form i respect that but um i think now which you know you're at an age i think he's at an age to live his life the way he wants to live do what he want to do of course course. you know what i'm saying you got you got it um i think the thing that always has confused me about diddy is that you claim like you said you claim to help so many and so many have gone broke at your name (laughs) so it's uh, so it's always been like a hmm 
Come on, man. That's always, you know, it's always an eyebrow razor. Do I need to name them? 112. Yep. Yep. Come on, I mean, you know, I'm talking about new edition. And listen, new edition was my shot. It was my, it was my group. He just, you know, listen, new edition was their own worst enemy we know that yeah so they, absolutely absolutely it doesn't matter if they signed with clyde davis they signed with yeah uh, i don't know i'm saying uh, rumple still skin it'd be the same because <laughs> bobby bobby was always the problem and yep. of course ralph and johnny always smart enough they own the name new edition that's why they had to change the rbe wait you know, who, who owns the name of new edition johnny and ralph Tresvant owns the new edition name they were smart enough uh. to trademark it be, yeah, that's how you do it. See, this would there's a whole industry of trademark. If you don't protect your name, like St. James' name, it's, it's I, that's my legal name, by the way. My second part is it's the name I have a trademark, and you got to trademark it so people make a business out of waiting for you. Like your boy D Nice, DJ D Nice, he killed yeah. the game. Right? Don't even own his damn name. You lying? Hold up! Hold up! Hold hold on! Do we have an exclusive? Hold up! Is that an exclusive OG? D Nice does not own his name. He don't own his name. Go check it out. My boy's a trademark, trademark guy, man. And he told me, he said, listen, I'm gonna show you. He said, you ain't gonna believe this shit. I was like, what is it? He said, listen, D Nice don't even own his name. I think Kid Capri or somebody do. One of them cats. I'm don't, don't quote me, bro, but I'm but but as far as D Nice not owning his name, that's fact. You can do you can Google it. Why he, is that why is because that he, why sometimes you why? can't get your name trademark? It's a weird Something's like the trademark companies are real picky about how they trademark it. I think it's black, bro. I think it's a black mm. racism is so rampant in all it is. It America. is, we, we, and we, it's we, really because we really out here and we becoming more aware of what the fuck is going I, on. You exactly. understand what I'm saying? And now they trying to try every loophole, and I've been seeing, I've been seeing it lately. They've been trying to try every loophole, every little nook and cranny to try to say no to you but then we we find every nook and cranny to say no you're wrong you feel what i'm saying and And i'm like yo uphill battle for us black folks man so absolutely a lot of times he he had his name on marquees you know i met dean i got a picture yeah Uh, i know him knew him back when he was when he was killing it you know with the back with the the cross colors and the flat top and all you know what i'm saying so yeah it's amazing that if you don't trademark your name and your brand and you care about it somebody can just so somebody is making so okay allegedly let's yes, say alleged. this if kid capri did trademark d nice's name he's making money off of d nice like if you trademark somebody's brand they don't own the name Right. That's why Tina Turner back in the 80s fought so hard for Ike to give up her give her the name. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Why was more, everybody knew her from Tina Turner. She wasn't going to go back to anime. Yeah, she wasn't, go, <laughs> she, she wasn't going back to anime. That you know was So it's the same concept in business wise, even in Vogue. You know, I got some beef with Maxine Jones from in Vogue. I cut three beautiful records on this sister and she owes me hella bread. And I'm going to say it again. I need my money, Max. Second of all, but in Vogue, Maxine used to own the name. Mm-hmm. Them girl, I think, I think Don, not Don, but uh, Terry and the other one, Cindy, them took that, took it from her, bro. And now it's a, it was a big battle. That's why they can't get along for the 30 year anniversary and try to figure out and make 60 grand. Listen, no disrespect, wow. but them sisters could be making $60,000 a show if they could get along, but they can't get out. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I, I, I completely 100,000% agree with you, bro. I believe that they could be making hella bread they wouldn't they wouldn't have to damn near work they would just have to tour and that's it exactly if they but can they, get it they, together they all but see they all financially strapped because they they, they the money that they still get royalty checks i believe but they can't Absolutely. make that they're not making bread right but they're but they can't get along enough to just do the work man it's it's just what happens in groups you get just the bitterness the resentment of the uh the the negativity and all the experiences man it just some people just ain't got it in them to 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 think bigger than their than their than their emotions. And you know, females we're talking about. Let's be real. You know, women are emotional. That's a known fact. Yep. We know that women are getting their feelings a lot about a lot of things that most guys would find to be like not a big deal. It's just the, the dynamic of being men and women. And crazy not- and crazy thing is, they'll come back maybe 10, 15 years later and say, you know what, we <laughs> shouldn't. Right. Have- at that you was right we shouldn't have been. Like, come on now y'all just missed 15 years of money 
Exactly. So, and that's the thing. We don't want y'all to miss out on the money. Yeah, but <laughs> but you want hit records, but you can't pay for it because you ain't got yeah. no bread. Facts. On, I can go all day with this stuff, man. But yeah, that's what's up. So, so with all of that, literally, because <laughs> how have you transitioned so well? Because here's the thing, Saint. A lot of a lot of artists around your age have not transitioned well. Here's some have who have though. Ron Isley. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson stay stay on everybody out. Yes, he do. That's one of my <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite R and B artists yeah. of all time. You understand what I'm saying? That man right I there stays on everybody out. I love me some Charlie Wilson. And Kim, don't forget and, Kim. Yo, my mama sidebar my mama just went to go see him in detroit at the uh um what is that the uh, aretha franklin um ample theater which was shane park um and she loved it she listen loved it. the guy that's my boy that produces my production my music yes some of it but most of it ivan johnson is his now his new music director hey yes sir ivan is killing Ivan basically took the job, man. He he came in with just you are connected, man. You are connected, and and that goes into my question: How have you transitioned so well over three decades? Let let the people know, because it's especially Saint as a independent artist. We're not talking you going from Virgin to Atlantic to uh umg to you know uh um uh to tony tony sony we're not we're not talking that right we're talking you staying independent going through your grind going through your path and really transitioning um through every genre and still staying relevant right because and listening to your music now and in even repackaging your music, it's dope as fuck. We can't <laughs> flaw. Here's the thing. Every artist spotlight that comes my way, I'm gonna send my music to my friends. My friends are all my always my honest, my honest judges. You feel right. me? They always gonna give me they always gonna give me what's popping because they already know I'm an R and B head. So they already know what's what's good. They like, let me okay. see what he's talking about. Every last one of my friends, including my girlfriend, was like, yo, he he dope as hell he giving me that old school 90s vibe. i want to you allow me to hustle to your music that's what's up now okay. when you when when i can hustle to your music that's when i become a fan for real you feel what i'm saying being gentle i can hustle to that <laughs> you feel me yes, i'm sitting here i'm like wait a minute oh this is some shit. i said this to my mom i said do you know him huh this is this was was you listening to him she was like maybe i don't know i was like mama you gonna have to remember bring it up in your mind i know that was about 20 30 years come on hurry up (laughs) (laughs) like hurry up come on this was your time this the 90s was your era come on now you feel me so take me through that transition how have how have you stayed relevant over these past three decades man uh man real quick i just I, i think more importantly i stopped chasing mainstream fame industry uh approval and looking for a record deal when you stop doing all of that and just focus on making good music being true to yourself as an artist like right now at my age i'm not capitulating to somebody's expectation how absolutely absolutely hell i want to say absolutely i have my opinions and And you have the right yep please don't ask me that damn simple but I'm not <laughs> be on this certain platforms or this pedal stool of expectations then you can knock me off anytime i do anything that offends you right as a fan or fan i call my my people that follow me family because they're mute if they're like you family you r&b love right R&B, absolutely we family. we're family of r&b lovers so that's how I, treat, I don't like the word fan because to me the word fan is defined as fanatical i don't yeah. want anybody fanatical about shit about my life because you're gonna yeah. get your feelings in yeah. my personal video. Yeah, facts. It's about the music. So I always, that's my disclaimer, but what's, that's how I believe I've, 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 I just let go of the notion of getting signed to a major, uh, being a star. Because back in the 90s, everybody wanted to be a superstar artist. Yep, yep. It's just, just all you cared about. More so than even your, people would spend more time trying to worry about being a star than they did about the craft and polishing the music up and mm-hmm. making sure your 
product. See, I'm a bit, I'm about money and business now. So the hell with the fame. I want the money and I want the music to get out. And that's it. If I, right. I don't focus on nothing else and staying in a position where you're humble, man, hum, humility does not, does not mean passiveness. Yes. See, people get Woo, talk about that. Twisted. that. They think you got to be passive in order to be humble. Humble means that I'm not bigger than you, better than you, or think I'm better than you, and I'm not close-minded to being able to work with you, rock with you, support you, or, or honor you as a black man or as anybody in this business. Mm. Humility, that's, humility means I do. Uh, passiveness is when I let you walk over me and convince me that, that what you think is best for me, I, I follow your damn guy. Yes, sir. Like yep. that, bro. And That's you can get it. caught up. So those are the things that, and then taking a break occasionally. It's okay to walk away for a year or two to get your bearings. I mean, just to regroup. I mean, it's like, I, and you know, I know, and I know, probably telling any independent artist right now that right now, I know they like walking away. What you mean walking? I ain't say I ain't say quit. I said right, walk away. right, right. Like, absolutely. Question. Let's talk. Let's talk females. I mean, sometimes you got to give her a break, bro. Right. Physically sexually and emotionally so you might have to like hey i'll see you in a couple of weeks right. Let's be, that's how i deal with it you got to walk away from from things for to get a better perspective and then you can walk and you come back to it you miss it and that's right. like anything else sometimes you got to right. take a break something to to rekindle your love for because we can get so consumed with it that we lose the desire from it and becomes work and tedious and annoying and and anxiety over it. I mean, right. I'm not. I don't do that over music no more, man. I'm not fighting. I mean, I'll, I'll, don't get it twisted. I got beef with some people in the, in the games right now. Just they playing games and think they can play that old school stuff with me. And I'm like, no, bro. Handle your business. If you Ooh. say you damn do it. If you if you sign the document, then own it. If you um, don't know how to follow through and tell somebody, hey, listen, I know we had a meeting today, but you know what? Some came up, bro. I'm gonna hit you. Can we reschedule? That's disrespectful to me. I don't give a damn who you are. You can be President Obama and I'll talk crap to you if you're you yeah, disrespectful. This is the problem in the industry amongst black folks is we don't honor our each other as black people. But we'll show up for the white boy. If, if a label call you Sony, somebody white from Sony say they want to meet with you, you'll be at that meeting on time. You're going to be there with your best suit on. Talk, you're going to be yo, hard, talking shit. like you, real proper and stuff. And, but as soon as we have to do business with our, our kind, our, our kind, you know, it's yo, 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 no, bro. It's articulation, it's business, and it's respect. Absolutely. Just because I'm black doing this don't mean you get to walk over me. And see, as an artist, people forget I'm a CEO. I'm, I got a master's degree in business. This ain't no game. I'm not you, better let, you better let them know, OG, goddammit. You <laughs> let these motherfuckers know. No, talk your shit. Talk I pay, shit. I pay my bills, man. And, and, and I just want people to understand that I ain't no different than nobody else out here, bro. We all trying to figure it out. This industry is not, don't care, don't give a yeah. damn about the urban yeah. artists or the black artists, the music, black music, R&B. They really don't give a damn about black hip-hop artists. They just, listen, they just take care that about money. the fact that they're getting that money investment because these kids, white and black and all races, are pouring millions and billions of dollars into the hip-hop uh, yep. genre and yep. that's all they care about i don't give a damn about the baby they don't give a damn about the little Uzi and little, <laughs> little bootsy and, and bootsy collins and shit i don't know <laughs> oh shit this nigga said little bootsy collins i'm i'm screaming bro <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> getting into new artists who are some of your favorite um new artists um new r&b artists i don't want to go into you know okay. the new artists room, but r&b artists that you have made have worked with um, that are kind of newer to the scene or may that uh, some that you have heard, what, uh, what, who are some of um, the newer R&B artists of today that you are keeping your uh, close ear to in the streets? Close ear, Ella May kind of really did it for me with that boot up record. I, I was waiting. Yo, man, I'm waiting for a second album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm like, yo, come on, man. I'm going to tell you what I think happened to her. There's no reason why she ain't dropped something sooner. I think was let me know. Give us an exclusive, bro. Come on. All right. I think that they, that whoever her label is, some they shelf, they plan shelf games because mm, Ella was killing. Yes, sir. Let's say you know her dope. Don't get it twisted. Her got the instrumentation. She like a prince, female prince. Yes. Vibe going yeah. on, and yes. Trying to go more into like prince style. Of Absolutely, I see that. Yep. Yep. She'll be she'll be popping no times. Her, her Absolutely. She, She's trying to stay R&B and keep it raw because she's black. I know she's- But she need to go. But you know what? We would allow her to do so because honestly, she stayed in the R&B realm for so long. I've been listening to her since like 2015, 2016, since okay. she really started to come out. 
once she started to get in this bag of really showcasing her instrumental talent, it's like, baby girl, go that Prince route. You get understand what I'm saying? Get that yes. money. Yes. You feel so, me? Ella May was just like, ain't have a lot of auto-tune on her voice. She was popping. The Shot Clock record to me was creative. I oh, love, love that's that one of my favorite records by her Absolutely. Shot Clock. Absolutely. And it's simple. I love the booed up record. Her whole album, that first album was killer. Uh, Pink Sweats. Is that oh, his name? Yeah, yeah, Pink Sweats. Love Pink Sweats. Yes, Woo! sir. <laughs> Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. Uh, yep. Hey, hey, my pops is R&B. You might be interviewing, interviewing my pops. I just produced a dope three six on EP on him. Hold on, he's at the door. Can I? I don't mean to break. Yeah, it. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me let him in. My bad. I meant to leave it open for him. All right, what's going on, everybody? That was the interview with R&B Sensation and OG to the game, Mr. St. James. Again, I do apologize for my stupidity and mishap <laughs> with, um, with the whole Zoom, you know, mishap. I really thought I press resume, you know, uh, and not stop. But I really do apologize for that. Again, we're going to get him back on the show. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, soon, so... Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Thank you guys for tuning into this Artist Spotlight episode. We will be back next week with another episode. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the RBC Podcast on Instagram and the R&B and Chill Podcast on Facebook. All right. Follow our podcast network <clears throat> on Twitter and Instagram at the THC uh, Network with the Instagram that is at the THC Network with an underscore under that all right i love you guys again subscribe to our patreon that's where you can find the full interview with me excuse me uh you can find the full um interview watch the full interview with me and uh saint james the actual episode will be available to everyone on tuesday um patreon you will get this on monday okay i will put this in um on monday all right i love you guys peace subscribe to our youtube channel too peace love and hair grease enjoy this um, amazing ballot from the great St. James. Yeah.